As we continue and wrap up this series, we're touching on the psalm that has started us out in worship each of these weeks, Psalm 95. Psalm 95 is the traditional beginning of the morning prayer service that's in most hymnals. We read it responsively. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth, the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and the dry land which his hands have formed. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. You may be seated. Beloved people of God, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 95 is a song of invitation. It is a song of invitation. And as I was thinking about this psalm the last, uh, the last week or so, I kept having people tell me about their, the times that they've been having this, this summer and places they've been going and things that they've been seeing. And I also was, can I, confession? Sometimes I get sad in the summer because some people aren't in worship. I know, I know you're here like all the time, that's why I'm picking on you. But sometimes I get, what's that? You're in the wrong pew? Somebody stole your pew? Oh, man. <laughs> Sometimes I get sad in the summer because there are people that I, like, don't see all summer long because they, like, disappear. I don't know if they fall off the earth, but they go right to the edge of the lake. <laughs> and I get kind of sad and I miss them. But anyway, this is a song of invitation. And so I decided that on Thursday afternoon, I thought, you know what? I wonder if people would be willing to share some of the places where they have experienced God out in the midst of creation. And so I threw this little posting up on Facebook, and I just invited people to share. And then I put up this picture that I took earlier this summer at Rocky Mountain National Park. I love elk, and I've never seen these beautiful bull elk on the skyline. It was just gorgeous. And no sooner had I posted this than, than a friend that I met last summer posted this sunset picture or sunrise picture. And she said, every time the sun kisses the horizon. And then the pictures started to come as people talked about or shared ways that they saw God's presence in the mountains, seas, lands, and more. A simple backyard scene of the clouds. Some of those folks hanging out at the lake. Dylan, do you recognize that one? Where is that? Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you are. Um, that would have been in Washington, D.C. In Washington, D.C.? So it's an immemorial. I'm trying to think now. We, we went on a, when I was on a trip for Boys Nation. Okay. I saw it, it was just beautiful. 
at a memorial in Washington, D.C. on a trip for Boys Nation. Thanks for sharing that one, Dylan. And more, people love the water and the sunsets. In the middle of Psalm 95 is this observation that in God's hands are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountains are also his. So one of the young men from the congregation shared this beautiful picture of the mountains. And another one of his friends chimed in with this one. Somebody texted me this one from Glacier National Park. Absolutely gorgeous. I got to put that on my list. I've never been to Glacier. The heights of the the depths of the earth, the heights of the mountains are also his. The sea is his, for he made it. And somebody shared this one here of these two people on the beach, and there's something in the water. And and then she posted Siesta Key, Florida, with my sis and some dolphins and a heart. And I don't know if those are praying hands or clapping hands or maybe both. The sea and the dry lands. High school friend of mine posted this from the Badlands. The bishop was here Thursday night. I posted this Thursday afternoon, and just after he left, he texted me this picture of the Badlands, the dry lands. I'm pretty sure he took that while he was flying his plane. (sighs) Don't text and drive, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, uh, one of our bridesmaids from Norway, not only the dry lands, but also the rainbow, she posted this picture, and Rainbow. How many of you have ever seen a rainbow down below the mountains? Do you see that? It's kind of washed out. Turn around. Look on the back screen. You can see a little better there. See the rainbow down below the mountains there? Yeah. That was from a Norwegian friend. And then an Iowegian friend posted this. Got it? Do you got it? Got it? Yeah, 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 yep, yep. And then a local friend posted this. Right? Do you see God's presence? Do you observe God's presence? At the center of Psalm 95 is this observation of God's presence in the midst of creation. And yet Psalm 95 is a, is a song of invitation a song of invitation. And that's why I invited people to share, share where they see God at work, God's presence in the mountains, lands, and seas, in his hands of the depths of the earth, right at the center of that psalm, that observation. So that friend from Norway posted this great picture of the, of the snowy mountains, and then she extended this invitation. Come visit, and we'll take cross-country skiing. Maybe I should put that on my list too, huh? Go to Norway and go cross-country skiing with a net. This Psalm 95, around that observation, are bookends of invitation. Oh, come, let us sing. You're familiar with these words if you've been in worship this summer. The beginning of Psalm 95, this invitation to sing and make a joyful noise. And then after the observation, this invitation to worship and bow down and kneel before the Lord, our Maker. I want to just walk through the invitation in Psalm 95 this morning. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. How many of you really love to sing? You just, you just love to sing. Don't be embarrassed. It's okay if you love to sing. Yeah? 
So I, that, let's see again. So that's only like a quarter of you love to sing. How many of you struggle to sing? How many of you struggle to sing? Yep, yep. All right. Let's be proud. Let's be proud. We got the singers and we've got the make a joyful noisers. Right? Right? It doesn't say sing perfectly, does it? It doesn't say hit every note just right. It doesn't say have the rhythm just right. It says make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with grumpiness. Or with gratitude, huh? How do we come into God's presence? And if he didn't catch it the first time, what are we going to do? We're going to make a joyful noise, right? Poetry in English many times rhymes. Roses are red, violets are blue, right? How does that go next? I go to church, how about you? <laughs> oh. Somebody earlier this week, we were talking about this, and she said, when I think of making a joyful noise, I think of laughter being making a joyful noise. Anyway, back, English poetry often rhymes. Hebrew poetry often repeats. It'll say the same thing in a little bit different way. And so you see that repetition here in the psalm, don't you? And then again, that observation, why are we going to do this? Because our, great is a, our God is a great God. And all those kings, all those political folks who think they're so great, eh. right? And then observe in creation again. At the center there is the observation. And then it's back to invitation again. Oh, I just had to post that one. Some of you remember Pastor Carl. He shared this from Crater Lake in Oregon. Doesn't that capture the depths of the earth, the mountains? Oh, it's just, how can you not want to praise God for that one, huh? Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel. Remember that kneeling is a posture of humility, posture of honor. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Again, that repetition, the same idea that God is caring for us. Like a shepherd cares for sheep. And then that invitation again. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice. And someone posted this one. Oh, come, let us worship. I've been trying to figure out where this is. I didn't ask the person who posted it. Anybody know? Is that Nisadak? People are thinking Nisadak. It's, it's back and forth between Nisadak and Pickerel Lake. People keep telling me it's both. So you're a mystery to be solved. <laughs> From the back row, somebody's hollering, it's Nisodak. <laughs> there is a rhythm in this psalm. I asked how many of you like to sing, and some hands went up. How many of you struggle, struggle singing, and more hands went up? How many of you feel like you've got good rhythm? I got, we got, we got, we got some folks who got good rhythm. 
Are you talking physically or are you talking life-wise? Both, someone says, with confidence. Sometimes I feel like not so much rhythm. But there's this rhythm in this psalm. And it's an invitation to have this rhythm in our lives. A rhythm between encountering God in creation and in the congregation. There's a rhythm, a back and forth between experiencing God in the world and experiencing God in worship. It's both. It's back and forth. It's both. Back and forth. There's a rhythm between being gathered together as God's people. Come, let us worship together. And being scattered when we go out from worship to make a difference out in the world. You may not feel very gifted as a singer. You may feel much more like, oh, now I have permission to make a joyful noise, to laugh, to sing even when I hit the wrong notes. And I hope and pray that you will also feel that permission, that invitation, that encouragement to join in that dance, that rhythm creation and congregation, world and worship, gathered and scattered. Won't you join me once again? Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth, and the The sea is his, for he made it, and the dry land which his hands have formed. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hands. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for the amazing world around us. And we also give you thanks for the amazing opportunity to gather together and worship you. God, help us today to hear and listen to your voice. That voice proclaiming your love for us. That voice proclaiming the good news of forgiveness that voice encouraging us that our lives make a difference. So send us out with, with good joy, with good courage to share that love and good news with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.